right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Jefferson County Podcast for the People. I am Kiara Morrow, your host here. Today, we are talking with representatives from Jefferson State Community College regarding their awesome program, the Occupational Skills Training Programs. And today I have some special guests from Jefferson State. Here I'm joined by Leah Bigby. Good morning. Welcome, Leah. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us, Kiara. Absolutely. And then we have Tamara Payne. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Kiara. Thank you for having us here. Awesome. Awesome. You're most welcome. I'm glad to have you guys on board. So just a little bit of background. Uh, This past July, the Jefferson County Commission approved over $1.4 million for the Dannon Project, as well as Jefferson State Community College for their occupational training and work-based learning program. This is in conjunction with our community and workforce development department here at the county commission. So do you guys want to, It's we can start with Tamara, you want to tell us a little bit about the program and, and what's offered at Jefferson State Community College? Yes. I like to start off by saying we're definitely a very proud partner and recipient of the Out of School Youth Grant with, with CAFT slash WIOA. And this would be our second year going into the project. Essentially, um, the Out of School Youth Program works with individuals that are ages 16 to 24. It could be individuals that lack a high school diploma or GED, and or it can be individuals that already possess a high school diploma or GED, and they're looking to branch off into a specific career path. Our program is specific to Jeff State service area, so that is a great thing. So we're able to service individuals in um, Birmingham, Jefferson County, St. Clair County, Shelby County, um, the Chilton County area. Um, so we do love the fact that we're able to, to branch off and pass Jeff State service area. But again, it's specific to individuals that are ages 16 to 24 with or without a secondary credential, which would be a GED or high school diploma. That's great for those who just want to go and get a trade or anything and learn some skills in spite of whether or not they finish our early education. It's a great program to be offered in the community. Anything you want to add to that, Leah? Yeah, I would just echo Dr. Payne's uh, comments. We're such a proud partner for this project. Uh, We have five career programs um, that we offer through this particular scholarship, healthcare and IT programs ranging from 12 weeks to 25 weeks. So these are programs that are truly designed um, to quickly skill um, individuals for direct and immediate employment with our partners in the Birmingham region. So all of our programs are employer-led, industry-informed, and so just a wonderful opportunity for someone um, to get quickly skilled um, without, you know, going into a full degree program. It's a, it's a short-term fast-track program. So I think that's a great uh, way to continue to pitch to the community that you all are still enrolling through what, July of next year? Yes, we are. Typically what happens is we'll try to enroll at least through June 30th and the program restarts, the fiscal year restarts every July 1st. So we happily anticipate being refunded so that we'll enroll individuals through June 30th and then July 1st will start um, our third year of going into the partnership, July 1st of next. I did want to 
add with regard to this program. Again, it's specific to individuals that are ages 16 to 24. But what's so great about the partnerships that Jefferson State has formed within the community is that if we do have an individual that is interested in the occupational skills training, but they are 25, it doesn't mean that we'll have to say no to them. It just means that we'll have to look at alternative funding sources so they can still take advantage um, of the quality programs that Leah has in the workforce. Department. Awesome. So that's a great point because sometimes people will feel like they're automatically counted out once they reach a certain age. So I'm glad that you mentioned that and we'll definitely continue to plug that. So this is going into all second year of the program. Your numbers are great as far as enrolling. Anything that you want to pitch to see more of? Do you want to see that having enrolled in a program, young men or young women, any type of vocation that people may not be aware of that's offered that you want to add? We definitely want to see more people in general. Um, I will say with programs like this, we do see an overwhelmingly um, higher number of female participants. So we definitely would love to have more male participants in um, because as Leah mentioned, these programs are going to be healthcare related, IT related. So their programs are in demand and on the higher wage end for our area. And typically with these programs, they lead to national certification. So we want individuals to stay within our state, but if for some reason they decide to relocate these credentials to go with them because they're not specific to Alabama. They're not specific to the Southern region, their national credentials. So we want to do a better job of making sure um, the individuals know we're open to anyone between the ages of 16 to 24, and also making sure they understand that these are our national credentials. Great. But it'll also give them, you know, we want to keep everybody in the South, but that's a great promotional factor to let them know they can go anywhere with these skills, you know, so people who may feel like they're bound, you know, just by what they don't have, this is an opportunity for them to still get some credentials that can still take them to places that they probably didn't think that they could go. That actually works out in some people's favor. So thank you for mentioning that. So the pay is pretty good. You get up to $10 per, per hour. There's a work-based learning component. Okay. The work-based learning component um, typically is going to pay for Jeff State. It pays 13 a little bit over 13 an hour. Good. And that is so, you know, you can actually you're in Leah's program and you're doing that um, academic content, but we're very big advocates of putting what you learn in a book to practice before okay. you actually receive the credential. So that's where the work-based learning comes in. You know, it's um, contextualizing what you're learning in the classes. So there's a specific salary for that. Um, and it is about a little bit over 13 an hour. But in terms of the salary range, once an individual graduates, you no, know, those are more than the 10 to 13 an hour range. Leah's uh, administrative medical assistant, for example, that's one of the programs that we offer to train you to do something back office or front office um, within a hospital or any type of healthcare entity. We're having graduates finish that making $16 plus. Good. Thank you for clarifying that. And I think that's important for them to know. So it can depend on which field that they go into and it actually helps them to apply the knowledge that they have with the work-based learning, correct? Yeah. So the work-based learning definitely gives us something to put on their resume. And we try to partner with companies that are interested in actually hiring our graduates. What's the most significant impact you've seen after students have enrolled? Do you you guys know of anything where a student went through the program and maybe had some success more than what they anticipated? Um, yes, we have an individual that actually has gone through the program. He finished um, Leah's IT Help Desk program. And the 
initial job that he received post-graduation was something that our career center assisted with. So everybody who goes through the occupational skills training um, gets their resume updated. They get their cover letter updated. And we're very big on we'll make those updates, but showing them how to make future updates, even though they can continue to come back to the career center. So the first post-graduate job our career center assisted him with, and he utilized that, updated his resume and used that first job to get a salary position. It, it's a gentleman by the name of Otis, and we've used him as a success story um, because he was one of the gentlemen coming into the program. He was reinventing himself, um, and he loved Leah's IT help desk program, and it's truly turned into a career path for him. And one of the things that Leah can and talk about with her program is their specific academies. So with Otis, for example, he started off in IT help desk, but there is a desire there to continue with some of the other certifications to build upon that knowledge to further enhance his career options. So Leah, you want to add anything to that? I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're certainly proud of his success. And, you know, we really design our programs um to be career pathways. And so if someone does want to continue um, with a certain field, certainly healthcare and IT are great examples because an IT help desk class is really that entry level training, um, but they can go on to do an A plus computer technician training with us. They could go on to do cybersecurity, data analytics, um, more programming like full stack or, or Python programming. And so we have kind of a tiered approach um, to really try and support, you know, um, someone going through a true career pathway for these programs. Certainly, healthcare is a great example of that. Dr. Payne mentioned the administrative medical assistant. That's also kind of that entry-level, you know, role. But we could also have someone who goes through that, who's working at a front desk area, if they want to go into more of a direct care role. After being in a role like that, sometimes they say, hey, I really want to work directly with patients now. And so they could enroll in our clinical medical assistant program, which is more of that, you know, direct patient care role. And sometimes on Honestly, students go on and really they want to move in that career um, and they apply for nursing school at Jeff State. So that's the ultimate, you know, kind of career pathway success that we'd like to see with our students. I think it's very necessary because a lot of times there is, you know, an onus of expectation for you to kind of have it all figured out by a certain stage in your life. So this gives them an opportunity to just kind of figure out that path, even when they get into the program. It's a great platform and to know that they could apply for other other positions that they see while they're working, the positions that they go into. That career path is everything. And I certainly um, want to emphasize that to everyone who's considering the work-based learning and occupational training programs at Jeff State to be okay with not knowing exactly what it is that you want to do, but go through the program, learn what all that you can, see what all you can, and then move forward with that that interests you the most. So that's great. How can a person apply with some contact information, a website that they can go to? You all want to give that information because I think this is phenomenal for our community. I think this is something that is just great for everyone to know that they have this option with you all. What's the contact information for those that still want to apply or enroll? What's the qualifications? Anything you want to lead out with? Okay. First thing I do want to mention that we also focus on some other areas that lend itself to the training. If we have somebody just interested in entrepreneurship, then we have um, workshops that we do 
small group or individually that focus on entrepreneurship and linking them up with local nonprofit. We also work with our individuals on budgeting and financial matters. If they're interested in renting a property, if they're interested in working toward purchasing a house, how to set those short-term and long-term goals. So one of the things about this program is it takes an approach to look at the whole person. It provides wraparound support. So if one of the, the factors with you attending one of Leah's great programs is childcare assistance, then we'll assist with paying for childcare. If someone is in Leah's phlebotomy program, then we're going to make sure that you have your stethoscope. We're going to make sure that you have your scrubs for your clinicals. We're going to make sure that your shop record and things are up to date. So programs that provide wraparound services are far and in between. So that's one of the great things about this program. And one of the many reasons why Jeff State welcomed this partnership uh, with CAFDWIA is because we saw the need for definitely the instructional costs to get individuals in these quality programs, but also the need for the wraparound support as we move into an era of helping the whole student, not just the academic part. That's a great segue because I think the entrepreneurship, the real estate industry, all of that is really big. So you assess the student based off of what they most likely successful in, correct? We do assess the students, but there are some things that we make sure everybody gets. So with the whole resume cover letter, everybody's going to get there. We're going to make sure everybody has um, a budgeting workshop. We're going to make sure everybody, we're assessing these to make sure that your housing is going to be stable, that your transportation is going to be stable before we even start you in Leah's programs, because if those are barriers at the onset, those are going to be barriers um, that persist. And so we want to make sure that those are addressed and we follow up. So each person is assigned a case manager and a success coach. So it's a hands-on approach where there's going to be sustained contact because sometimes people won't call you or email you and say, I have this going Going on. Well, we're going to reach out to you and we're going to say, do you have this going on? And we're going to ask those pointed questions. The great thing about the instructors in Leo's workforce department is that if they notice something with a student, then they will contact me. They will contact the coach and they'll say, hey, Tamara, Nathaniel, Tamara, Tisha, we have XYZ going on. What can we do to support this student? That's one of the great things. When we say everybody has that hands-on deck approach, it's hands-on deck. And in terms of reaching out to the program, we definitely are actively recruiting participants. And the case manager for the program, her name is Tamara Cheeks. So if you reach out to Jeff State and you ask for a T or an L, you're going to get somebody in Leah's area. You're going to get somebody (laughs) in my area. So if you say a T or L name, but her name is Tamara Cheeks. And her direct number is 856-6038. And her email address is T, as in cheeks, like, you know, on your face at jeffersonstate.edu. But again, if you reach out to me or you reach out to Leah directly, then um, we will assist you with the process to get enrolled. And like all programs, there are criteria to be enrolled um, into the occupational skills training. But again, the great thing is if for some reason you don't fit all those check boxes, we do have alternative programs. So at Jeff State, we're very big on not saying to someone, we can't help you. There's the door. It's this program may not be the best fit for you, but let's discuss alternative programs that will still get you into Leah's occupational training. 
Wow. So you have an all around system on how to just not let anybody leave back out of the door without having something there. Right. I mean, that is our goal. You equip equip them with what they need. You make sure they don't have any excuses for continuing on with the program, which I think is a good point, because so many students will be shy and say, well, I didn't want to tell you that I didn't have my stethoscope or I didn't want to tell you that I didn't have my supplies and what I needed. You know, they're at that. They could be at that age to where they're not aggressively. Uh, pursuing what they need or vocal about what they need and not even assertive. So that's a great way to just kind of keep your hands in their business. I call it like stay in their business, make sure they get what they need, which I think is phenomenal because you're not just being a steward over this program. You are actively engaging students in every area that, um, could serve as a deficit to them if they are not, you know, don't have the skills to say, hey, this is what I need to keep going strong. So I think that is just awesome. So that's great. Cheeks at jeffersonstate.edu. And the contact number 205-856-6038. That's correct. Say that correct. I have all of this in the notes. It's certainly great to talk with you and meet you ladies. Think this is the program that's going to continue to take wings. Programs like these, I believe, continue to add to the economic development of a city, of a county, of a national region as a whole. I think this seed that you're sowing into the program by continuing to help students uh, become acclimated to learning work-based skills, work-based learning skills and occupational training is something that we definitely all need. And so I wish you much success. And I thank you so much for joining me today. If there's anything else you'd like to add, Leah, is there anything else you'd like to add before we go out? No, just so grateful that you um, were able to host us so we could just share with the community about this amazing program. So thank you so much. Awesome. You're most welcome. It's my pleasure. Anything else you want to add, Tamara? Well, I will say this to toot Leah's horn one more time. Anyone who enrolls in Leah's program, she's always she always makes sure that they know from day one what items are required to complete the program. So one of the things that makes our occupational skills training so strong is that we know what students need in terms of supplies and that can alleviate stress. So from day one, we can go ahead and put those wraparound services. So we know what days and times are going to be in class. We know when the stethoscope is going to be needed. We know when they're going to have to have their shot record and things like that up to date. So I tell anyone, if you're going to form a partnership, then definitely, I say it's like the layers of the cake. You have to get in those inner layers of the cake. Like you said, kind of being a little bit intrusive. So Leah's area is is definitely instrumental in making sure we have the information we need to provide support to students. And that is what makes um, our partnership so great and so strong. And so we want to let individuals know that that when you're coming to Jeff State, it truly is a partnership and we're all on the same page about what our goals are to help. I think it's going to continue to do great. We certainly thank you for adding that because students need that. Heck, I need that sometimes. Like, you know, we all need that check person. That's almost like forming the mentorship, you know, to where you continue to guide the student. We certainly thank you all for uh, joining us today on Jefferson County Podcast for the People. Be sure to take a look at the notes on how you can apply for this great opportunity with Jeff State Community College. And we look forward to talking with you all again in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.